Hey, welcome to the Living Hope Parent Gathering podcast. The Parent Gathering is a weekly meeting of parents who are being trained for family discipleship through instruction and small group discussion. Listen now as we discuss principles for discipling your children. So can y'all believe Thanksgiving is almost officially over? Some people are, are still having some get-togethers today. But that means that we are diving right into the Christmas season. So it is really exciting. It's such a wonderful time of year, especially as believers, where we get to celebrate our, our Savior's birth. But it also can be very hectic, right? <laughs> very hectic. So social media, family, and the world in general, uh, they put an insane amount of pressure on us to make the holidays picture perfect, right? We can get so wrapped up in getting everything ready for a special gathering with family or even getting ready for Christmas morning that once it gets here, here we end up feeling guilty as believers that we did not focus more on Christ or point our children to Christ. We spend so much time creating our own little winter wonderlands, lights and decorations, and we love it too. I don't know if you all if were Facebook friends, but my, I'm married to Clark Griswold, and so uh, we have our own little light decorations going on. He's on the, the uh, oh, roof dark last night and I'm so nervous and I hear things and I think is that him falling off the roof I don't know I have my teenage boys out there but I don't think they're a ton of help and so uh, I always think this is going to be it this is the moment what are we going to do <laughs> but no he makes it really special for us and always just likes our for our neighbors to enjoy that as well and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but we prepare so much for that how do we prepare spiritually for Christmas Advent is a great opportunity to prepare our hearts spiritually for Christmas. But what is Advent? We talk about it a lot. You'll hear it. But some people are like, what is Advent? And what does that even mean? Well, it means coming or arrival. It's derived from the Latin word Adventus. And it demarks a season of expectedly preparing to celebrate the birth of Jesus while also eagerly anticipate his second coming. So Advent is a part of the Christian liturgical calendar. And while many Protestant churches don't bring emphasis to the liturgical calendar, there is such a richness in following that calendar and the practices and making Advent a part of our Christmas traditions. And so I would encourage you to do that. Obviously, you've seen the table in the uh, children's ministry lobby, and there are so many options out there, different things to do, uh, but and it can be overwhelming at times, but we're going to talk a little bit more about some of those resources in a bit. Advent begins on the fourth Sunday before Christmas, which is today four Sundays, and it's observed through Christmas Eve and sometimes Christmas Day. Observances often include an Advent calendar, daily or weekly devotionals, an Advent wreath and candle lighting. Each candle represents a theme and is lit on successive Sundays and Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. The themes that correspond to each week also vary at times and per devotion or for years, but generally they include variations of, and I've written that on your all's handout, hope or promise, preparation or waiting, joy or peace, and love or adoration. So hope, preparation, joy, and love. Through the years, 
Uh, Advent has looked different for our family, uh, but we have been pretty consistent with lighting a candle each time that we sit down to do a reading, a scripture reading, a devotion, a craft, or an activity. So it's not always been every single night. Uh, it's not always been a certain night of the week, but we have tried to be consistent through the years with what we do. And again, I've shown pictures before of, especially when our children were really small and you think they're just not paying attention at all and rolling around the floor. Or maybe we've given them a toy to play with, but it just establishes those rhythms and routines so that now some of our children are teenagers and almost grown and it's just a part of what we do. They know we have the Advent log is what we have and we put our candles in there and they know that is just a part of our Christmas traditions. And again, there's many resources available. It can be very overwhelming and different ways to look at it depending on the ages of your kids. And so I'm gonna skim over a few that are listed on your handout. And these are also available to look at at the resource table. So the Jesus Storybook Bible Advent Guide. I always highly recommend that one. I recommend the Jesus Storybook Bible uh, for everyone, all ages. It's just a really good compilation of uh, the general uh, Bible stories and they're not long they're concise but really well written and so the um, Jesus Storybook Bible Advent Guide it has a guide of what to read each day there's also um, ornaments that can be cut out and placed on the tree and uh, with each story that's being told each day so that's great for small children early elementary then I put in there truth in the tinsel. Who has heard of truth in the tinsel? Anyone? This is what it looks like. And so it's a daily Advent adventure for little hands. It has lots of hands-on crafts. It is amazing and a great resource. You can download it online. It does have a cost to it, but it has a craft every single day. <laughs> so it is for what I would like to call the overachieving parent but you don't have to do every single day or you can just do whatever it says and not actually do the craft and then you could pick a craft one craft a week but i think it's amazing and it also has it's very organized and it has laid out all of the supplies that you would need for the entire month and so if this is something that you really enjoy doing i think this is an amazing resource and so you can check that out uh, but don't be overwhelmed by it don't think that you're a failure if you don't do every single one of them but it's just a great resource to have if you're a crafty, crafty parent. The next one is uh, a Jesus Christmas, and it says exploring God's amazing plan for Christmas. Uh, this is the one that's really good for families of all ages, as devotions are about faith, trusting Jesus, not your own goodness, about repentance, living for Jesus, not yourself. Uh, so again, it's great if you have small children and older children as well. There's areas where you can answer questions, and then there's sections where you can draw a picture about um, something that they've learned that day. Um, so a lot of children really enjoy that as well. The next one is Prepare Him Room. This has been out for a while. This is a great author that has multiple resources. Uh, this, this one specifically explores the most significant prophecies of the Bible that foretold Christ's coming and that will lead you through fulfillment of those prophecies. So there's activities in this one as well for your family to enjoy. So there's 13 devotionals in this, three for each week and one for Christmas. So you see how not every devotion book, not every 
uh, Advent guide is going to be a daily reading or a daily activity. And so you just figure out what works for your family. And then the last one I'll talk about in here is unwrapping the names of Jesus. And this can be for a wide variety of ages as well, or even just for an adult. If you want an Advent study just for yourself, a quick reading, this is great. Uh, it's a short devotion that could lead to deeper discussion. So I'm just going to read one as an example. So this is week one, Advent celebration, hope. And it has uh, options in here. It says, if you're going through this devotional with your family, you can go to unwrappingthenames.com and print out the questions and scripture readings on separate slips of paper and distribute them among your family members in order to involve everyone. Most of these components are simple enough for even small children to read alone or with help. And then it says, open with a simple prayer. Light the first candle on your Advent wreath and read the following verse aloud. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 8, 12. And so then someone asks, why do we light this candle? Someone responds, this candle reminds us of the promise that a Messiah would come, bringing peace and love to the world. And then it says, read this following verse. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned, Isaiah 9-2. And then it says, take turns reading through this part of the Christmas story. And it references Isaiah 9, verses 2-7. through 7. It has three discussion questions. And then sing the following carol together, Silent Night. At the end it says, as you read the daily devotions this week, light the first candle and thank Jesus for being our hope. Does that sound simple enough? Very simple. And so I highly recommend this one. If this is something that you have not done in the past, that you have children that really could participate in that, I think this will be a great resource. So that's just a few, again, at the resource table. There are others up there as well. And again, you can even uh, research online. I do ask that you look around because there are so many authors, so many resources, and some don't completely line up with uh, what we celebrate at Christmas. And so I would suggest to do a little bit of research and not just assume because it says it's a Christmas Advent guide that it would be appropriate as believers. So anyway, be something to, uh, to look at. So another thing to think about as far as I talk a lot about being intentional. And so this is great ideas, great things to do, resources. But if we don't take time to do it, then it doesn't matter how many of these resources we have lying around. And so I encourage you just to sit and think, what night of the week could we start this? Is this gonna be just a Sunday night thing? Were we gonna start it tonight? Or will we start it Wednesday when I actually get resources? Where would, I, where would we do this in the house? Where would this work for our family to gather together, to not be distracted, to do that? So those are just ways you can be intentional without going to a lot of trouble. But if you just say, oh yeah, I'm gonna pick up that book and we're gonna do it. But if you don't really think about what's the next step and what's that gonna look like for our family, I just know from experience, we would never get around to doing it. So I have to be very intentional about thinking about what time of the day are we gonna do it? Who all is gonna be able to be there for this? Are we gonna do it even if everybody's not there? And where are we gonna to gather together to do it? So I think those are just some important things to step through and walk through to make sure that you actually take the time to do it. And any time that you spend quieting your heart before God and worshiping Him, that's time well spent, isn't it? It doesn't have to have a lot of uh, oh, preparation to do that, but be sure of this. I want you to think about this. When we think, think about how often or how often we don't do it. God's not going to be disappointed if you miss a day or even a week. If you don't get started tonight or if you don't get started until next week, 
he's not going to be disappointed, nor is he going to be impressed if you do this every single night and post it and show how amazing your family is because they're so crafty. <laughs> he's not going to be impressed if you go above and beyond. It's not about impressing him or doing this because you're trying to earn favor with him. The purpose in the season of Advent and these Advent guides and devotionals is not to get that favor from God, but to help us to worship Jesus and to gain a greater sense of awe and wonder of who he is for us personally and for our children, to invite our children into that as well. Now, listen, I want y'all to post stuff because I love seeing it. I'm not like, I'm not going to tell you not to do that because I love it. I think it's so good for us to encourage each other by doing that. Maybe we've gotten busy with everything going on through the week and I might see somebody post something. I'm like, oh, yes, that's a great idea. I want to try that with my family or, oh, my goodness, three days have gone by and we have not sat down together as a family to focus our hearts on Christ. And so I want to encourage you to do that. Don't be saying, thinking that I'm not. <laughs> but if you are that overachieving family, you're going to be making us feel bad. Decent, decent. No, the purpose, again, is just to focus our hearts and our minds on Jesus. So I know that I've had a tendency to suffer from what's called soul amnesia. Have y'all ever heard of that before? Soul amnesia. It's actually forgetting who God is and what Jesus came to do. Because as believers, some of us have been believers the majority of our lives. And it's just who we are. We know who God is. We know why we celebrate Christmas. But we forget what he's done for us each day. Each day. And so I have to remind myself each year again who Jesus is, why he came, why his birth was so miraculous. Not because my mind doesn't know, but my heart ceases to be amazed. And so Advent is such an amazing time again to just focus our hearts and our minds on who Jesus is. As the old saying goes, familiarity breeds contempt. And sadly, my own heart loses that sense of wonder at times. And so I want to encourage you the Advent's that perfect time to help us to grow in our knowledge and love of Jesus. In the words of Jen Wilkin, you've heard her say this, the heart cannot love what the mind does not know. So let's engage both our hearts and our minds this Christmas season to grow in our relationship and knowledge of the Lord. Thanks for listening to the Parent Gathering Podcast. We invite you to join us at 9.30 on Sunday mornings in the Rec Center, where we will have opportunities for discussion among other parents. For more information about Living Hope Next Gen Ministries, go to livehopeful.com.